What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? <laughs> that was something else. You told me to hype up my energy, so <laughs> that's me hyping it up. Well, don't blow it. Don't. I need you to save some. This, this is a, a full-length podcast we're about to deliver, Teresa. I am aware. Full-length podcast, um, 75% of a show. I now know why it's 90 minutes an episode. What do you mean? Well, we went from two hour yeah. long maths episodes to, to 90 minute episodes. Yeah. Or 60 minutes if you it's watch. because it's not that juicy. It's not that juicy. Nothing's happening. Clint's mm. is apologizing kind of like, what's going on? Stir the pot. I mean, that Bring was, the drama. That was honestly maybe the most entertaining two minutes of this episode. Absolutely. Was drunk Clint. Yes. G- and then, giving a toast. <laughs> About his preferred body type. It was drunk cling and then emotional Chris. I have a lot to say about that. Yeah, there there are a couple areas where we can where we can go deep. Other than that, usually moving into the apartments is one of my favorite parts of this entire series. Yeah. And this one was like Apartment 313, I mean, uh, the, my my area code was 313 when I would visit my dad. And, uh, you know, that, that means a lot to me. It's like, huh, That's the that's, this is the most exciting part? That there's yeah. some random connection to the area code of where your dad lived? That's the best part of this moving process? And then I thought, Clint and Gina will have some dog drama because he's like, where is the dog going to live? And I was like, yes, bring it and... Then we learned that he's excited to have a dog because he's always <laughs> wanted to have a dog. I'm like, well, the dog, God damn it. The dog can't live in the dog house because Clint's going to be there soon enough, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But then it's like, okay, guys, call in because I don't know if I'm picking up on something or it's wrong edit, but I watched the previews and PC is asking some of them, like, do you want to get divorced? What is that about? <laughs> That's, I'm telling you, they're trying to speed this thing along. First, it's 90 minute episodes. Now it's week three being like, should we just call it? Is this a season? Are we done here? Let's all go never, home early. They never ask them if they want to get a divorce ever. Even if they're like having a shitty relationships. Even what's his name? Chris with all the black queens in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. He didn't even ask him if he wants to get a divorce. Well, it has to be a preemptive. I think one of the cast members has to be like, you know what? I'm at my wind's end. I can't make it. I, I don't want to yeah. go through this anymore. And then they're like, okay, do you want a divorce? Yeah, there's never been like a mid-season temperature no. check. Apparently, that's what they do on the on the Australian version, oh. something like that. I'm not fully sure. I know our friend Missy. Hello, Missy. She was telling Missy. me about it, but because we don't watch it, and then she told me that it's every single day for like 90 minutes. I'm mm-hmm. like, I cannot commit to that. But apparently, they do something like this. I think. Interesting. Well, we'll we'll tune in and we'll be sure to update you guys. I don't know if you guys have checked out on this season yet. I'm not. I'm not upset to be watching it. I feel like at a certain point in some seasons, you're like, oh, we have to watch. I'm still happy to turn it on, especially now that we've cut it down to 90 minutes. I'm more than happy to turn it on. But yes, I always turn it off going, I wish there was one more big thing. I wish one more big explosion happened on the episode. And there just isn't that. I know. There's... I know. Ah, I'm hoping 
But I, I can see now, as you said, they shortened the episodes because nothing's really happening. It's I wonder if that was the intention going into season 16. Hey, we're going to cut it down to 90 minutes because the first two episodes, I think, or three episodes were the full length. Yeah. And then a few episodes ago, it started to go to 90. And I wonder if they're just like, you know what? Now that we're in the editing room, there's just not enough content mm. here because it seems like a weird yeah. All of a sudden, audible to call a few episodes into a season. That's that's a good point. But not mad. Not. I mean, most of these shows used to be an hour. I think, remember The Other Way was an hour? Oh, yeah. And then, oh. Whoa. Think about our favorite shows for a second here. Darcy and Stacey. Absolutely. It's an hour. Yeah. Mm, Seeking Sister Wife. Yeah. It's an hour. You get to these two-hour-long shows, and 90 Day, I, I'm very into The Other Way right now. But it's so early in the season. You get midway into a 90-day season, you go, these don't need to be two hours. Some, but usually 90 days, pretty entertaining. Mavs, however, I mean, I loved when we had crazy Lindsay or we had crazy Alyssa, Alyssa. right? There's no one crazy here. No. I had hope for Nicole. She's turning out to be like one of the more normal people. Nicole <laughs> seems very, very normal. And again, that's what I said. She sold herself as a crazy person and she shouldn't have. Again, we all have our moments. We all explode here and there. We all have crazy moments, but it's normal. The way she sold herself. I got excited. She's nuts. I was like, we got reality TV gold here. Yeah, no, she's just a New Yorker. I guess she gets annoyed with small shit. I do too. Doesn't make me crazy. Yeah. So I think she just, oh, yeah, she gave us some hopes and now she's normal and now she has to deal with Chris, and I feel bad for her now. <laughs> well, like- let's say but we're, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, all right? Let's do a little housekeeping. Let's do a little uh, ask of you guys, which is to follow us on Instagram at MarriedThroughReallyPod. It's a good time over there. We keep you updated on scheduling, on new shows we're covering, all sorts of things on Instagram at MarriedThroughReallyPod. And most importantly, that's where you guys call in. That's where you guys can message us, and we love to chat with you guys. So if you're not following us on Instagram, follow us. And if you're not chatting with us, chat with us. Yeah, chat with us. And speaking of chatting with us, you can also chat with us on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Reality. That is a place we are having more fun than we should legally be allowed to have because we're talking about our favorite sisters, the Silva sisters. We're talking yes. about Darcy and Stacy. If you guys aren't watching this season, you guys are missing out. You have to watch. It's it, just so, so good. It is laugh out loud funny, yet compelling, and sometimes emotional. It is, it, it's Darcy and Stacy, guys, and, and we're covering it top to bottom. Love it. On Patreon, patreon.com, Married to Reality, Cousins Club. You get the audio, Family Affair. You get the audio in the video, plus a random bonus every month. And for all of our patrons this month, we dropped our coverage of Love is Blind After the Altar. Yeah. A three-part series we dropped this week with the final installment dropping Friday. Yes. Uh, possibly today if you're listening to this. And that's uh, that's up there for everyone, video included, audio included. Just a little thank you to our patrons. So you can sign up now, you can sign up in a week, and you can access that whenever you want. So patreon.com slash married to reality. Also, just make sure you guys are following the podcast right here, right now. You won't miss anything we drop on the free feed. It's so easy to follow the podcast. You just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as the yo fluffy blanket that Clint was so excited about.
Oh, I must have missed that. He was in the new apartment. It was it was a nice blanket. There's nothing that. else that happened. Ah, there's nothing that hot. So that blanket, I was I was thinking like, yeah, I would like it too. All right, all right. As hot as that blanket. And as hot as that blanket. All right. Last but not least, if you haven't left the review, please do. We love love, like our favorite sisters. We love love, and we would love if you could leave us a review. If it's a five star review, we'll read it on the main podcast, the ninety day podcast. So thank you in advance for that rate, review, all that good stuff. It means the world to us, and it helps this podcast get out there so other people can find it. And that is it. That's the housekeeping. That's it. Are you ready? Are you ready, Teresa? Always. Let's do it. Let's talk about Married at First Sight, Season 16, Episode 7. And who can forget where we left off? Yes, uh, we left off with Gina being upset and kind of done with Clint for his comments about her figure. But then we see kind of her talking to her phone, doing a self-video, saying she's disgusted. Yeah, she was rightfully so very turned off and upset yeah. by, by what Clint had to say. But yeah, she she said, I think we should probably spend the rest of the honeymoon apart. Right? On the last episode, yes. Which seems like a fair reaction, mm-hmm. right? Who wants to share a bed with a man who had just said the things that he said? Yes, but then, okay. Let's go to Clint, who's hanging out with Aries and Chris. Interesting, interesting. It couldn't be further ends of the spectrum on how I thought their takes would be. Yeah, I was like, oh, I can't wait for Aries' hot take. And Chris, uh, I can assume where he's going to come in. Who knew Ares was going to be the reasonable one in this situation? I know, <laughs> I know. But yes, he was. He basically said that, well, Clint used a poor choice of words, but as long as he feels like he crossed the line and he Clint does, yeah. then it's fine. He just needs to apologize. And Chris admires Clint for being upfront. I think it's something... Chris cannot really be, or maybe he's trying to be. I think, yeah, I think Chris looks at Clint and admires him in a way. I think he knows, oh, Clint can kind of be a little too big for his britches sometimes. He can put his foot in his mouth. But there is an aspect of Clint's no-holds-barred personality that Chris wishes he had. Yeah, but Clint kind of, I think he acknowledges that he said something wrong and he basically said, poor choice of words. He's like, I didn't say she's big. I didn't say she's fat. I said, I usually go for slender. Sure. And Aris and Chris kind of say, yeah, 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 that's true. But Clint says, well, she said a few things about me too that I wasn't I a big fan of. And in a way, I understand. I it do. wasn't as bad. It's not as bad. No, it's not. And I'm, I'm not, not a saying. ginger and you're not a ginger and we can't speak to it. No. But I don't think... That I guess no, that that term has been used as a way to poke fun at. But I feel like now it's it's become so mainstream of a term that I don't think there was malice behind it. Yeah, I also don't get the term ginger. Ginger is not orange. Ginger it's is white. red brown. It's, it's turmeric that's orange. No, but no one ginger, says oh. no one says turmeric because it's fucking ridiculous to pronounce. But think about like ginger seasoning, isn't it? No, it's all like on the wider, wider no, side. No, I'm I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at ground ginger from yeah, the Yeah, it's yellow. It's yellowy orange. Yeah, but look at turmeric. I don't, I don't really want to look at the the aisle of seasoning right now, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, turmeric turmeric is orange. 
Okay. But I thought that was a little, mm, I don't know. Maybe he was trying to deflect a little bit. Sure, oh, he, he may is. be hurt, he by, but I think I think he's got a thicker skin than to really be hurt by the term ginger. He is, but I feel like he said, well, she called me ginger and redhead and I'm too pale. And so in a way that she was also telling him that he's not perfect. Yeah. Again, what he did, especially how he did it, said it in front of everyone and it did come across the wrong way. Absolutely. Whether he meant it or not, mm-hmm. it did come across the wrong way. So he should apologize and he's going to. Yeah. And I think what Eris said, I it was something I had had touched upon in previous episodes too, which is like, maybe you validated one of her concerns. Maybe she is a little self-conscious. Yeah. And maybe she doesn't see herself as athletic or maybe she doesn't see herself as slender. And then you you saying these things, it just hit home a million times harder because, well, she's internalizing it differently. Yes, for sure. I feel like sometimes people hear something else. Like it... Again, it came across the wrong way for everyone, but she may have heard heard it even worse than it was. You know, and maybe actually I didn't say this about Gina. I said it about Zay. Oh, with, you did. You did. I, I was saying it about Zay, but it, it completely applies here with Cole and Zay. If you guys watch Love is Blind, where Cole was just like, hey, maybe don't eat a clementine because we're about to hop in the car and go to dinner. And Zay internalized it as, oh, you're calling me fat. And Cole was saying, no, I'm just saying we're going to dinner. Why would you fill up before we go spend money on dinner? I get that, but that's ridiculous. I said it on the pot. Yeah, I mean. No, what what Clint said is actually bad. Oh, yeah. What Clint said is actually bad, but maybe she made it worse in her own head. Yeah. Well, long story short, Clint goes back to the room and apologizes. We didn't see that. But then we see the group hanging out. And they seem to be okay. I actually appreciate that we didn't see it because I believe it more. It feels more authentic that, mm. you know what, I'm going to do without the cameras. I, yeah. I'm not going to do some big production. I don't need to turn this into a show. I don't need the world to see me apologize so that I get credit for this apology. I'm going to do it behind closed doors. And apparently it was a good enough apology because Gina, who had just said moments earlier, I think we're going to spend the rest of the honeymoon mm-hmm apart now seems to be on okay terms with him yes and so he made it good with gina again or as good as possible yeah let's make it let's make you say let's make it good with everyone let's make it good yeah let's make it good let's Let's make make it it good with everyone so he definitely did some pre-gaming because whoa (laughs) i can smell it from through the tv he was a little sauced up for sure yeah i wonder was he drunk when he made his original apology or did they did he apologize and then they celebrated with some booze because he was a little Oh, yeah. Banged up. He was a little too banged up, but he's <laughs> like, I, I have something to say. And I was like, I'd love to address the table. And stands up. Stands up. And he kind of apologizes. He's he basically like, apologizes not for what he said or what he, he apologizes for poor choice of words. And on the one hand, I feel like, all right, so you for what you said you just didn't word it properly because he's not apologizing for oh i didn't mean it because and 
honestly, if that's how he feels and he said it before, he's like, well, I usually go for more athletic types, whatever that means, right? Then you shouldn't take it back. But yes, poor choice of words. He should have just said, oh, Gina's not usually, she's not my typical type. She's beautiful, but not the typical girl I go for without all the additional comments. He should have said at some point in this diatribe he should have said gina is a beautiful woman yeah and what i said was wrong misunderstood i i don't even know what i was trying to say instead he he defends his defense is you know i'm an off-the-cuff kind of guy I, i'm front street which i don't know what that means or yeah, if, if he would, he's like sometimes i'm strong and wrong it's like he doesn't even really address what he said. He just more addresses how he is as a person. Yes. And he goes, I, I talked about slender and athletic, and I don't think it hit the right way. I was just trying to give some context. And it's like, yeah, you shouldn't have even went here with your big apology. Absolutely not. Like, honestly, all he had to say before, it was that, and I get it. You don't find everyone attractive. They can be beautiful, but it doesn't mean you have to be attracted to them, right? Yeah. All he should have said was like, oh, Gina's not usually the type of a girl I go for. However, she's beautiful. Leave it at that. No one needs to know that you go for slender types. Like, who cares, Clint? Right. Basically, had he said, oh, I normally go for redheads, you're saying, yeah, because... Gina is not a redhead. So when you go, I normally go for athletic slender, you're going, yeah, because Gina is not athletic and slender. It's yeah. like, there is no way out of this. And yeah. he tried to get out of yep. it by doing this long, drunk, talking in circles thing. And I th I thought it kind of made it worse because it's like, all oh, right, yeah. you have the chance to apologize and you're not, but you think you are. Yeah. It, it, it made it a little worse. I was like, why is he still talking? Like, <laughs> stop talking. Yeah. It's like, Nicole, she's like, She's not having it. She's like, he's full of shit. But somehow she became the spokesperson for the group and says, well, if Gina accepts your apology, we do too. I don't think Gina was totally accepting of it. She seemed like it in the beginning when they left the room and they first got to dinner and she talks to the camera. Oh, Clint apologized and yeah. we're good. She seemed okay then. But as Clint was just mm -hmm. drunk rambling, they cut to Gina she did not seem totally over it. No, but I think maybe she gets that he's drunk and maybe what he said to her in private was good enough that she's like, all right, like, uh, he's just... Yeah, he's, he's trying. Yeah, he's trying. It's not good, but I cherish, cherish. I appreciate what he said to me before. I don't know, but Gina's about to pour the oil and oil into the fire uh -huh. because she's like, so how would you like rate the relationships? Like chemistry, sexual attractions, like visuals. I was like, oh boy. She, oh boy. This is all she could come up with to get the heat off of her. So let's change the subject and just uh, everyone rank one to 10. How you guys feel about your partners? Oh boy. So we go around Robin here. We go around the table, starting with Mac who, He's, he doesn't have the best command of the English language either when he's like, we uh, hit a few road things uh, here. <laughs> you mean speed bumps, Mac. I think you mean speed bumps. I'll tell you what. Sometimes when I get nervous, I also am lacking 
good words. Sure. So Understood. maybe he's still not used to the whole camera thing. I'm sure the alcohol doesn't help. And yeah, um, he goes, my sense of humor isn't the best, so I'm working on that. And and so right now I think I'd rank as a 7.5, but I want to work up to a 10. Yes. And Dominic agrees. So they seem to be on board for now. Yep. I don't like the way he all of a sudden, and I'm not saying he's a saint by any means, but I don't like the way he now feels, oh, my sense of humor isn't the best. Yeah. Your sense of humor is your sense of humor. I think Shaq's sense of humor is Shaq's sense of humor. And as long as it's not offensive, then I don't think, don't feel bad about it. And don't, oh, my sense of humor is not good. I need to change. It's like, no, because again, you were just paired randomly basically with this person. And now you're going to feel like you need to change who you are at the core. Because I think someone's sense of humor is pretty much at the core of them. Yeah, well, his sense of humor is not really sense of humor. It's not funny. It's really bad, <laughs> actually. <fair> so <laughs> maybe he can dial it back a bit because keep go- rambling about things that you did when you didn't. And then when it actually comes to it, you say, I've never done it. How is that funny? It would be funny You're maybe right. once. Maybe once, right. but it's every single activity he does. Yeah. So then we get Chris's rating here, and he says, this has been better than I expected. Been blown away with Nicole, so I'm going 8.2. <gasps> Did you say 8.2? I was going to say 8.2. No, I she wasn't. Say, I got 8.2. I, I tattooed 8.2 on my arm earlier this afternoon. I, I, I knew you were going to say 8.2. I was going to say 8.2. No, no one says 8.2. That's dumb. I And... This is an ongoing thing. You wonder if this is a lie because everything apparently, oh, we were going to say the same thing. We got each other the same gifts. We believe in the same whatever, right? It's always, yeah, oh, you too? You too? It's to the point where it's a little unbelievable. I believe the names because Chris and Nicole are pretty basic names. I don't buy that. I buy, if you were to tell me, I came up with three names and one of them was Nicole. I would buy that. Yeah. If you, if you said there's one name, it's going to be Nicole. Sorry, I don't buy that. I think I buy it more if he said, oh, her name is going to be, uh, I'm trying to think of a crazy name. I don't know. Tanya. Is Tanya that crazy? No, I mean, I'm related to a Tanya. It's the first, I, I thought T and then I thought um, what name is a T name. What's um, Mackenzie? Terrence. Terrence. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't buy Terrence because I don't know any Terrences. Sure. But I thought Chris, Mike, Nicole, Michelle, like all these names are just like, there are a lot, a lot, a lot of Nicoles. I know a few Nicoles. I know some Chris's. I know some Mike's. Like, okay. I don't think that's that crazy, right? Even John, like John is a very common name. Not your type of John, but John with an H. So I'm not that surprised, but... 8.2, I don't buy that. Out of all the fucking numbers, 8.2, nope. 8, maybe. 8.5, maybe. 8.2, I don't buy it. Yeah. Did you predict you're going to have to give your dog away, Nicole? Did you predict that one? Well, let's get there because <laughs> I have a lot to say. Um, so Kirsten says, we had a moment. Shaq and I had a moment earlier. He likes to joke. Quite the jokester. And I told him there's a time and a place for those jokes. But all that considered, I'd say we're at a 7 right now. Things are good. Yeah. Shaq agrees. Definitely a seven. I don't know that I would say a seven is good. If I you think said it's good after a week, after no, a week of knowing someone, no, it should be a ten. You, there shouldn't be time to even figure out what's bad. If you told me right now that we were at a seven out of ten, I'd be like, we should probably seek counseling. No, 
No, we're at like 11 out of 10. Well, I don't believe in that, but 7 You is, don't? No, I would say we're a 9.5. No, what? Yeah. There's always room, there's always room for improvement. I no. Was, I would say 9.5. No. I tell you physically you're a 9.5 out of 10. Cuz no. there's always there's no such thing as I don't think there's perfection. I don't think that exists. I think it does, but it's as perfect as you created. I don't think there is a universal perfection. Fair enough. But I think there is a perfection. You're perfect and I'm, for me. Now, no, now you now I'm sad. <laughs> about I which part? I don't even think I want to keep podcasting about with you which, anymore. But 11 is not a real thing. When you say we're 11 out of 10, I don't believe you because that's that's an impossible number. No, it's not. It's impossible. You can't be 11 out of 10. You can. It means it's just so good. Then why wouldn't you just say 10 out of 10? That's the actual number. Because then it's like I'm just, I'm just uh, 11 out of 10. Right, well, I think we're a 15 out of 10. Okay, well, now you're just trying to trying to make up for this. Uh, that's what I thought you, you were doing with the whole 11 out of 10 No, thing. I said it before I explained myself, so you cannot take it back. All right. I think we need to see a therapist. I don't even think we could judge. I think we're off the charts. I don't even think there's a number you could assign to us. Or you can tell it to a new therapist. <laughs> <laughs> um, then Gina. Gina, uh, she's not doing great, obviously. And she says, solid five. Which is better than I thought she's going to say. I guess. I, I guess. Clint. He's trying to make up for something. He is trying to make up for something. With a 5.5. Oh, yeah. And at least this is like the one smart thing he said. Mm-hmm. Because if he went any lower oh, yeah. than Gina, that would not be good. No. He, he had to go higher. And last but not least, we have Jasmine, who says, I think we're good. couple hiccups. Found out Eris has never been in love, which raised my eyebrows, but I can't fault him for not finding the right girl. So 7.5, 8, maybe. Yes, and Eris is 7, and everyone's like, liar. Well, Mac especially, who's like, I, I think some people are lying at this table, and they cut to Eris saying, nah, I think Jasmine's like a 4. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you might be lying yeah. just a little bit, but... At least he went lower. That's the honest part. Yeah, that's true. If if he's admitting, right? He's being honest enough to admit that she thinks things are better than I do mm-hmm. because she goes 7.58. He goes lower. So at least he's not completely lying. If he said, oh, yeah, 7.58, that's a, that's a big lie. Yes. All right. Let's talk about Dominique and McKinley. Did- what? Did they? I think you're going to say what I'm going to say. I'm gonna, what is he wearing? Did they lose Max luggage too? Because that shirt is rough and, and somebody just get this man at Jamaica tank top. It's too bad his name isn't Michelle. Mm-hmm. You got it's, it? It was the shells on his shirt? I wrote it down. Oh. I just I thought of the joke when I watched the, the episode. No. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. So it's the last morning of the honeymoon. I think reality is really starting to set in. The The reality of the real world that it's coming is starting to set in because you can tell people are getting a little more tense. They realize no more bottomless pina coladas, no more mm-hmm. sunrises over the ocean. Like it's, it's back to reality and they start to get into a little bit of an argument. Yes. And here is my take. You ready? Ready. I think that the experts gave him 
everything he asked for. He asked for someone with big boobs, I guess. He asked for someone who's going to push him out of his comfort zone. Someone who's going to encourage him to do fun things, right? But they didn't give her what she asked for mm. because he's nothing she wanted in a man. She wanted someone more mature, someone adventurous, someone who's just out there, someone who she can rely on. And Mac just doesn't seem to be that person well, at even, all. She didn't even want to be on the show, right? Her mom True. signed her up for it. Yeah, I think that's pretty astute. I think you're right about that. I don't like Dominique's approach to this conversation, though. Why? She's she's faulting Mac for kind of for not being as adventurous as she is. She's faulting Mac for pumping the brakes maybe when she suggests an activity. But he ultimately always does it. And so I think some people need to be pushed to discover what they like to do and he's allowing himself to be pushed and what more can you ask? Yes. But I don't, I did not interpret it like that. So I think what she was saying is that I want you to be wanting to do things because right. the case is that when she suggests something, he's always like, oh, I've, I've never done it. I'm, I'm going to do it for you. And okay. that's, I think that's the wrong approach. If he just says, all right, never done it, but let's try it out. Or if you don't want to, don't do it. But keep saying, oh, I'm just doing it for you. I wouldn't, I, I would never do it on my own. Like maybe say it once, say once that, hey, I haven't done a lot of things. I haven't been to many places. I'm not that adventurous. However, I'm excited to do it. Then move forward. He says it about everything they do. And then I he know. makes those jokes that he's done it. Like he... <laughs> I don't because like he's what nervous, he's, he's uncomfortable, yeah. he's awkward. But what? Okay, so he says seven words that he shouldn't say, which is like, I don't know, don't want to, but I'll do it for you. And then does it, and it's the end of the world because he said those few words before he ultimately ended up doing something. No, but imagine if I said it about everything you want to do. Everything you want to you want to go to the concert, I would be like, yeah, I've, I've never done it, but I'm going to do it for you. You would go to these places doing these activities thinking, oh, shit, like she, does she enjoy it? Like, is she just doing it for me? Like, I don't want to, because if you do it once, if you see it for one activity, all right, cool. But if it's everything, then you're going to start thinking like, okay, how, is this person unhappy? It's or? been five days. How many times do you think he could have said it? He probably said it like three times. Oh, I think he said about everything they no. do. Absolutely. I, I'm with you. If we were six months into a relationship and everything I threw out, you're like, no. I'd be like, first of all, haven't you learned that you say no but always end up liking it? So why don't you just stop saying no because you'll inevitably end up liking it? But they've been together a few days. I don't think it's been that many things that he said no to and then come around with the horseback riding thing. Okay, one. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't say no. He just said he jokes about it. He's done it. Then he says he doesn't. He hasn't, but he's going to do it for her. I think, like, think about it. I know. Well, he thinks that's sweet. He thinks... Uh, I'm really not comfortable doing this, but I'll do it for you. Because he's like, well, because this is how I joke with my brother. This right. is what well, I'm, I'm not, used to I'm doing not, with my brother. Not your brother, bro. Ooh. But I, I don't know. It's We have too small of a sample size, I think, to judge whether this is poor form or not. I mean, it, not that we'll ever jump out of an airplane. I don't think either of us want to skydive. No. But if you really wanted to, I do not want to. 
But if, if you really want the gene, you really wanted me to do it. And I did it. I'd be like, okay, I don't want to do this, but I'm doing it for you. That's, mm. I would literally say that probably. Oh. That's what he's saying. Yeah, but like about something here and there maybe. But I don't know. I think he should, he is not as open-minded as she would want him to be. I know he's trying, but just all he has to do is like stop making those comments. Stop telling her that, oh, I wouldn't do it, but I'm going to do it for you because it gets old. The concerning part is that he's doing it so early in the relationship because at least as far as I'm concerned, the earlier in the relationship, the more tough you're trying to look. Like in the beginning, you're like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll go. You want to skydive? Let's go skydive. You want a bungee jump? Let's go swim with the sharks. And you're all just like, I'm trying to prove how how tough I am. And then once you get more comfortable with the person, you're like, you know, I don't even, I don't really want to even yeah. do do that. And so it's concerning that two days in, he's like, I don't know about horseback riding on the beach because maybe he's really terrified of that. And he's even more terrified of other non-issues, but it could arise and, and cause more of a yeah, problem. I don't know. I don't, I honestly, I don't know how I feel about them. I thought they could be a good couple. I don't think so anymore because honestly... If he will ask for someone who can get, get him out of his shell, that's literally someone needs to get, <laughs> him, out needs to his, get him out, of his, out shell. of his shell. But just just be open to it. Don't, I don't know, it would bother me. It would personally bother me if someone kept making these comments constantly about everything we do. The real issue is that they both are finding fault with each other's personalities. Yeah. Dom feels this way. And then Matt goes, well, I kind of feel that you've been critiquing me since day one and everything feels like it's your way or the highway. And so those two things cannot Mm. last for a long time. It'd be one thing if Dom was like, I'm fine with you pushing me. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Like, I'm just a little nervous at first, but let's go with it. He's going, no, I'm actually getting tired of the fact that it always seems like we have to do what you want to do. It's your way, the highway. So there is a lot of friction intention in this relationship yeah i can't take him seriously on that shirt so i kind of didn't pay attention i know (laughs) dom's like attitude is a big part of my sexual attraction and i'm like like, attitude yeah and that shirt's not helping no who where did he find it who gave it to him i think at the gift shop probably clint was probably like you know what i I got my suitcase now i don't need this bro if you want to wear it like be my guest (laughs) Uh, I, honestly, I thought that he's going to be adventurous. I guess I know. he sells weed or he grows weed. He's an but entrepreneur. Here, he moved. A lot right? of people smoke weed or use CBD to calm yeah. their anxiousness. So maybe he got into that field because he was so anxious. And that's why he, he's not using it to party. Yeah. He's using it to just get through life. Maybe. I don't know. Just... It's a, it's a possibility. Anyway, with that said, I think we need to take a quick break. If, if that's right. okay with you. I know we're sure. a little heated up right now, but I think sure. let's take a quick break. And when we come back, it's going to get sad. It's going to get interesting. Yeah, it's going to get dumb, but you, let's, you know let's talk, talk about, about it later. We'll, we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are you? Good. How's it going? I'm doing better than Chris. All right. Everyone's doing better. Okay. <laughs> this this segment was rough. Okay. So he's sitting at a balcony, bowling, 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 bowling. 
no, he's he's bawling. Bawling his eyes out. Yeah. And I was like, shit, someone died or I they know. had a fight, right? And then she comes and she tries to calm him. And I, I thought was he like, was just sad the honeymoon was over. He yeah. seems like he really enjoyed himself. He's <laughs> like, just one more night, please. But the reason why he's crying, I get that I would be upset. I wouldn't cry. He's crying, but like crying that they found out that the apartment complex they're going to be moving into only allows two dogs. And between the two of them, they have three dogs. Yeah. Are you kidding me? First of all, did you not see the season with Justin where he gave up his dog for his wife? Yes. Come on. Now that, that Second was of all, why don't you sneak the dog in? There's sneak a, the dog uh, in. There's a lot to unpack here. So three dogs. Chris doesn't know what to do because he won't abandon them, right? Which is Okay, that's a good... No one's asking him to abandon the dogs, but don't cry like a child. Like, that's such a turn-off. Yeah, it's a good good dog-dad move, right? You don't abandon your children. Okay. But why does he immediately think he'd have to be the one to abandon his dogs? That's my question from a personality trait. He thinks he's he's the people pleaser. He's a people pleaser to a fault. Mm-hmm. And he gets this news. I don't know why he got it independently of him and Nicole, but he gets this news and goes, well, I guess I have to give up my dogs. Oh, no, I think they both got it, but he just got dev- devastated because of the news. Well, yeah, she comes out and she seemed like she didn't know what was happening, though. True. Well, she didn't know why he was crying. So maybe he he received the news, he needed 10 minutes to process, and now he's losing his shit. But honestly, I love dogs. I'm not giving a dog away. No one's asking him to do it. But don't you have family members? Don't you have someone that one of the dogs can stay with and you can keep switching between them? You can go see them every single day. Which is what they say they're going to do, but I kind of think that's a stupid plan. No, this is the stupid plan. They're going to do it with Nicole's dog. Why is Nicole giving up her dog? Because she's like, honestly, if I had to, it's going to be tough, but I would send my dog to Florida for a few months to make this work. Why isn't Chris sending? He has two dogs. You have one. Well, you don't want to separate the dogs, probably. Someone needs to step up if you're going to go this route. I don't know why Nicole's dad is going to fly in from Florida and stay at her place and watch the dog. That makes zero sense. My solution would be, Let's not move into the shared apartment. We have two homes. This is we're moving into this third home where we can't have our dogs. Why don't we either move into Nicole's place or Chris's place and just have all the dogs together? Here's my suggestion. Talk to the apartment complex, give them a couple more thousand and tell them they're not living here forever. They're going to be here for two freaking months. Right. Let that one Seven extra weeks. stupid dog, not stupid, let that one extra dog oh living with them. Oh, we thought you hated cats, Teresa. You're showing your true colors. Oh, I, no, I didn't mean to say the dog is stupid. I mean, the situation is stupid. Let that one beautiful dog <laughs> We don't know stay. if it's swell or semi-swell. Well, we, we, cannot- saw, we saw a couple of swellers. So. Mm, okay. I was like, let's just stay the dog there. What's going to happen? You think like two dogs, if like two dogs shit, it's okay. But if three dogs shit, it's like, oh my gosh, no. Just pay well, it's a couple the- more thousand for two months. I'm I'm going to say that it's possible. Here is Here is my take. The production is like, finally some drama. Well, it's the situation if you're the apartment complex where 
if we allow you to have three dogs, we got to allow everyone to have three dogs. And now there's 900 dogs at this apartment complex. <laughs> it would be beautiful. It, it, it could be beautiful, but it could, it could get messy. But how many seasons have we watched where one person doesn't move into the apartment? Or, you know, one person decides, I'm going to stay at my place. I'm not comfortable enough moving in. So just both of you guys don't move into the apartment. Yeah. And move into one of your own places. Yeah, but it's going to be tougher. Like bringing a dog into a new place. One That's of those true. dogs would need to adjust. And I don't know. My, I don't know. My other question is, how much did production know about this? Because for sure, for sure production knows who has pets and how many. I'm sure that's a, the number one question they ask. The other question would be, this apartment complex we're moving these people into, what's their pet policy? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they locked in the apartment complex before they that's had the cast. That's fair enough. But again, they could have said, all right, this apartment complex only allows... Two dogs, however, because of the filming and because of the situation of you guys only being here for two months, three dogs is okay. This right. way, no one would give the apartment complex a shit because it would be only temporary. Right. Up the security deposit. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, if they had five dogs, I would be like, all right, like five dogs is a lot, right? Three dogs it's not that crazy. It also depends on the, the dogs. There should be, forget the number of dogs. Well, I'm eating my words as I say this. It, I was going to say it should be like a weight. Like you should be allowed to have 200 pounds of dog. And that could be <laughs> that could be five smaller dogs. That could be two big dogs. Or like, or like 200 chihuahuas. Or like, and that's why I, I started to yeah. regret what I was well, saying. I don't know if you know it, but... Where we live, we have a dog policy that is a list of about 20 types of dogs that you're yeah. not allowed to have in the apartment oh, complex. I know. I know. And then you have to pay rent for them. You want to talk about discrimination? I don't buy well, it. I, I don't buy it. No, it's not the breed. It is how the dog is raised. Oh, I was... Like the number one dog breed on every list that is not allowed at apartments is pit bulls. Yeah. And it's like, there are there are very well-behaved pit bulls. That's true. My friend has a really cute pit bull. Yeah. So, come on. I just feel like maybe it's also because some of these dogs, not that they're, they're aggressive to the owner or people, but they may be aggressive to other dogs. They're of course, more, but... They tend to be more aggressive. Like, yeah, but I'm with you. You shouldn't discriminate dogs. Sh you should have to... The dog should have to go and, like, interview at the apartment complex. And then if you could pass your interview, no matter what breed you are, if you, if you can show <laughs> that you can be around people and other pets, you should be allowed to live there. I feel... Yeah... I mean, you shouldn't interview. Just we have to pay. We well, don't have a dog, but if we did, we have to. We have to pay a dog rent. Yeah. If you have to pay a dog rent, just bring a dog of your choice. Fair enough. Up to two hundred pounds. A they dog. can be. They can be making money. Three dogs if they charge them I know, rent. But it's it's definitely a legal situation. I'm sure. Like we have insurance for our place. I'm sure the building has insurance yeah. for themselves, and I'm sure there's all these clauses about animals and pets and attacks and i'm sure they're trying to cover themselves a bit i think so oh anyway wow. plus oh imagine well. all the barking at all hours if there's true but do you think one extra dog's gonna no 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 but again if you allow them you have to allow them eh, so maybe, so maybe. the solution here which doesn't seem like a great solution at all it went it seemed to go back and forth between just nicole leaving her dog with her dad and then well, we're going to leave my dog, we're going to leave Charlie the dog with dad, but then we're going to rotate our, we're going to cycle our dogs through, which yeah. 
I don't know. I don't see how that's... I think that's a good idea. If anything, all in right. In theory... In theory, they need to see how that works. In theory, it's a good idea until one of Chris's dogs is just alone with Nicole's dad in a random yeah, apartment. And it's like... Make friends. Yeah. All right. I think it'll be fine. I just felt like, all right... I can tell who's wearing the pants in this relationship. And it's Nicole. She's the calm one. She's the one. If anything, I'm going to give up my dog Charlie for a little bit. The, Let me find a solution instead of freaking crying like a baby. That's not the pants, though. That's where I'm I'm saying Nicole's the rational one. She like, is who the rational she's one. She's the rational one. She's like, all right, everyone calm down here. This is like, I get it. It's a big deal. But it's seven weeks and we can come up with a solution here. Chris is... The people pleaser to a fault who just immediately feels like, well, if we can't have dogs, I got to give mine up. And it's like, you need to slow down, man. You're getting too emotional. Too emotional. And uh, such a turn off. Not just the fact that he's still wearing that pajama tank top, (laughs) but now he's crying over his dogs. Like, come on, man. I get sadness. I get get sad when I see a stranded seal in a photo on Instagram. But like... Don't cry. No one's asking you to give up your dog. It's not like, oh, Nicole's allergic to dogs. There cannot right. be any dogs around. It's like, no, for seven weeks, instead of three dogs, you're going to have two dogs and I rotate. It's not the end of the world. Come on. No. You know what else is a turn off, Teresa? What? When someone's wearing their AirPods when you're trying to have a conversation. Oh, my them. gosh. That would piss me off. Jasmine and Eris. Okay. We're having breakfast in the hotel room. And Eris is sitting there while they're having a legit conversation, which is his AirPods in. I hate it. I hate it so much. And so many people do that. And I hate it. And I I think, was it this morning when I came back from the gym? I had my AirPods in. My music was off. And I'm going to give myself a pass because I literally walked in the gym, walked in from the gym. I was washing my hands and drinking my protein shake and then was going to shower. If we had sat down to like eat a meal together. I would not allow you. And I left my AirPods in. No, that's so disrespectful. We don't even look at our phones when we eat. Absolutely no. not. Like we don't have any electronic devices around us besides Alexa playing some good songs. It's some just, dinner music. I yeah, hope she's not going to play. It's, it's background music. But this is, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, what is she playing? I, I think she's is. playing Friday night songs. Alexa, stop. <laughs> um, she's so sensitive. But the whole debate between them comes down to like, oh, you need your me time. You go to the gym. You want me time. You need to be alone. Ayers is being alone with her by wearing his AirPods. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows? Is he listening to her? Is he listening to a podcast? Is he listening to her? Is he listening to music? He's He's isolating himself. While he sits with her because he's wearing these AirPods. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not good. Not good. And then to make matters worse, because the conversation they're having is somewhat of a serious conversation. And Eris being like, you know, I know we're both here for the same reasons. I just want you to know where my head's at. And and right now I'm feeling more of a friend's vibe. And that's not a bad thing. If, if I got in an accident right now, I, I know you'd be at the hospital wiping my ass if I needed I know you'd be there. And the other stuff, that that just needs time. And it, I think it would be okay to say that if that's how you feel, but remove the headphones. Remove the... Everything he says is so gross and vulgar. It is. Oh, it is. I, I know you'd be at the hospital wiping my ass. He said Wh- wiping my ass? Yes. You see, I don't understand everything he says. Why, why can't you just be like, if I was in the hospital, I know you'd be sitting there by my side. 
why is it, it always gets so gross? And yeah. then when we get to the apartment. Oh my gosh. It gets, it gets gross there too. When, when everyone leaves the honeymoon yeah. and we get to Nashville and yeah, we have Jasmine and Eris getting to their new apartment and first stop the bathroom. When, when girls and guys live together, do they, uh, do they poop together? Because I don't want you in here when I'm pooping. What kind of a freaking question is that? Who poops together? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> well, there's, I don't know. Uh, it would be nice if we had two toilets in one bathroom. But I don't know what kind of fancy gymnastics you're doing if you guys can both poop at the same time. I love pooping at the same time, but in different bathrooms. On TMI. True, I used true. to say don't go there, but <laughs> <laughs> I used to say don't go there when I'm in the bathroom, but now we poop together. Um, it's an office joke. Yeah. She, yeah. She, she's like, well, girls don't poop, you know, right. that's, that's what we say. But so then it just, it continues to get worse. Every time he opens his mouth, he's, he starts just claiming things. He's like, um, so the draws, like the, those left draws, those are mine. And then top shelf, don't touch that. I'll take this side of the closet. And this is the first time Jasmine realizes how bossy Eris is? Yeah. Really? He, she was living in this, oh, maybe he's just nervous. He's on a vacation. This when the, she, he asked her to feed him grapes. Th- yeah, this is the first time. Not the time you had to feed him grapes. Not the time you massaged his feet. Yeah. This is it when he's like, uh, top shelf's mine. The only thing I agree with him on is to take off their shoes because I hate it. It's gross. You go outside, you know what you step into. Just take them off and so keep the apartment clean. But everything else, it's like, how about you let the lady choose what she wants? Just the man. (laughs) And then they're in the kitchen and Ares poses a somewhat thoughtful question of like, oh, anything you would change about the honeymoon? And while Jasmine is responding, you just seem like dancing with himself. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if they were going to address this. And I was like, is he, what is he, does he still have his AirPods in? What's he dancing to? What's happening? And then he's finally like, sorry, uh, did you say something? Just like such an ass. Yeah. I don't know if he was joking or if he was being serious, but such an ass. Those are the types of jokes. Forget Max jokes mm-hmm. of, oh yeah, I, I built this bed for us. <laughs> like forget those jokes jokes because those are harmless if these are jokes which i'm not convinced they are but like you just being sorry did you say something after she was saying something pretty heartfelt and emotional that's not funny no because he thinks he's the man he thinks like okay everything has to be my way because i never shared anything with anyone i think he's an only child too so everything has to be the way i want it and you you can either live in my world or you don't. And you can see when we go see his house, right? Because we're going to be moving in. So let's go to see everyone's houses, which I always enjoy. And you can see he's a bachelor, right? He has his little gym. Nice home gym. And a man cave and his sneakers on display in his bedroom, which Mm -hmm. I don't know what that's about, but okay. (laughs) What do you mean? Why do you have the shoes on display? We well, I, um, we don't have them on display, but we have them by the front door on rack. Yeah, it's to grab and go. Sure. We only have the shoes that we wear often. All the other shoes we have, I built these shelves in our closet. Remember once? Fair enough. I I didn't see exactly what types of shoes he had, but there oh, are like Jordan. That's what I was gonna say. There are some sneakers that are 
closer to being works of art than others, like collectors' editions. Sure, and- so then put them in like a better box, like a nicer yeah. box. Not just, I know it was a see-through box, but it wasn't a box. A display that would be, case. Yes, yeah. I would be like, oh, wow, like, okay, like... Like John loves whiskey, so we have whiskey on display and it looks cool because it's organized and it's nice and it's like a piece of art. This was just like, this seemed to me like, okay, he loves his shoes, but he has no space in his closet. So it's just here. Yeah, I don't think his home was very well appointed. Like he had some fun stuff. He had a gym, but it wasn't very well laid out. He had the man cave, but it wasn't that welcoming. No, he's literally... Him being 39, he bought a house, he lives there, but he doesn't really care for design, even though he wants to have all the black art. Mm-hmm, little chic. Uh, but it just seems like a bachelor pad, like literally. Yeah, he's more into the idea of it than the execution. Yeah, and I it. think his good space looks like a nice house. It looks like a very nice house. Yeah, however, it's not, It's it looks like dudes living there with no taste. Right, which... Is accurate. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, so then we get to Gina and Clint. Yeah. Back in Nashville. And this is where he's hugging the blanket. Oh, I missed this. All I heard him was talking about having friends over for a Mexican night, but I don't know if it was some weird flex about how many friends he has or what. But he's like, We're gonna need more seating if I'm gonna host a party here. Yeah, you and I would be like, We need to put some chairs away. <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna look a little empty if people show up and we have all these empty chairs. Um, I don't know if this was some like sneaky plug for love sack, but Gina mentions, oh, well, maybe I could bring my love sack over What's here. What's a love it's, sack? Ooh, it's a modular sofa, a love sack. Oh. Very expensive. Oh. Very expensive. I think they're like $5,000, $6,000 sofas. So it's not like the beanbag? So that is, okay, that's a love sack. But that the, sounds like a love sack. The brand is love sack. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe it originated. This is not a sponsored part of the podcast, although I think it may have been on, <laughs> on the show. But I think the brand is Love Sack. Then the bean bags are called Love Sacks. Mm. And the sofas are called sectionals. <laughs> well, I know Instead what a sectional of, no, is. No, you know what a sectional is. Oh, sectional. Well, easy on the X. But sectional is like what we have. Okay. They have sectionals because it's a love sack. Oh, so sectional. You're very knowledgeable. And what you can do is you can <laughs> rearrange their modular so you could turn it from like, you know, a three-seater to a five-seater oh, to fun. a chaise lounge. But they're expensive. And that's why I'm saying, okay, well, one, weird flex. $6,000. I think so. I could have made that up. But they are expensive. For $6,000, they can get the nest. Ooh, <laughs> we should tell our friends about the nest. You're a lie. Once, get up, once upon a time, Jen and I get obsessed. When we lived in a, stu- a tiny <laughs> studio apartment in New York City. We somehow get obsessed about like how good birds have it, just living in a nest. Uh-huh. And we started Googling and you can buy a nest, but it's like a design piece. It's this like nest. But it looks like couch. branches. Like it's, yeah. it's a huge, like you could have two, three, four people probably in this yeah. nest. In your home. And we always said we'll buy it one day. I was thinking maybe after we get married with all the money we get from people, we'll get the nest. But we still don't have the nest. Well, we didn't get that much money. We wanted to. We were. <laughs> true. We were How looking, much is the nest? It was like $6,000, I yeah. think, right? Yeah. We were looking at, what is this called? Sh- bed sheets. We were trying to do it on a budget. <laughs> we were like, well, we can't. 
We can't afford like we can't afford this actual nest. What if we just got bed sheets that look like a bunch of branches? I'm so happy we didn't find it. Or a couple that of morons. <laughs> Well, no one comes over our apartment, so I don't think it'd be that embarrassing, but we, oh, we would it know. Would, it would be so bad. That would be so bad. Um, yeah. So one day, John. One day. One day, we'll have a nest room. If we end up with a nest, we will podcast live from the nest. If we ever buy a house and settle down, we will get a nest. I mean, it's not the best investment. Investment. I think maybe they, maybe they got cheap, but this is like five years oh, ago. We should have during the pandemic. We should. Oh, it would have been great to nest. Oh, but we don't have space for the nest. It's know. huge. It's a big nest. I think we will need a special room for the nest, like a nest room. I like it. Just a relaxation room. I like it. I All like right. it too. Okay. Kirsten and, and Shaq back in Nashville at their new place. The only thing I, I picked up here is they're not going to wash their clothes together. Even though they have the same washing routine. They're not mm-hmm. going to wash their clothes together. I don't know if that's some weird, I don't know, because they're strangers still. I they don't so. want their clothes together. I think they eventually will. I think it's all about, oh, are you going to be folding my underwear and my Ooh. socks? I think, well, you and I, we don't have laundry, so we use the laundry services. It's New York City, bitches, right? What are you talking about? When you and I started dating, oh, we didn't wash laundry together. I thought you were saying together. right now. I'm like, what are you talking no, about? No, but in New York City, first of all, we didn't have laundry in our apartment because that's only the fancy apartment. There's barely room for a nest. Exactly. There was no room for the nest. Uh, no room for the nest. But that, So we just always like dropped it off, but we each had our laundry bags that we just took care of. Sure. There was the laundry place at the corner. We always dropped it off. But I don't think separately. I cared about our laundry mixing and mingling. No, you did not. But I'm saying like we didn't think about it. And then right. when we lived in an apartment with the washer and the dryer, then at that point, I didn't even think about it. If you're going to share a bed, I think you can share a laundry basket. True. But I think it's more so like, okay, this is so new. Am I going to be folding his but, undies? Uh, but. Kirsten is going to be doing the wash and she's just going to be doing both of theirs, but separately, I think. I guess. Right? They're not I don't each know. going to do their own. Here's the thing. I feel like they're a good couple, but that's for some reason, I think she's going to say they have no chemistry. Well, I thought she was really warming up to him because in this moment too, she's like touching him and yeah, they're getting very and close. They cuddle. Like I'm, I'm literally like, wait a minute, I, what's going on? Because... We see the preview for the next episode yeah. and things seem to be going awry, but I don't know where that's coming from. If it's just the editing, if she I was actually- just going to say, because PC is like, is there any chemistry? And she says, no, I almost feel like, all right, like I'll tell you that if you have no chemistry with someone, you're not going to be cuddling them. You're going to be, you're not going to be touching them. You're not going to let them in your personal space. Unless she's really committed to the process. I bu- I don't buy it. I think there must be something there. Otherwise uh, she would not. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt and going, she knows what she said. She knows she's heard him one too many times with the bald head comments and the joking comments. And she knows she needs to be more intentional 
with her actions now and with her approach. And I think that's why you do see her touching him because she goes, I need to make him feel secure that I do want to be here. True, but why is she telling the camera that she's excited to move in with him? She's excited that this is the beginning of the relationship. No, because like, I, I Why is she, she saying that? She could she could be saying whatever she wants to the cameras because he's not there. I think she is trying. I think she's saying what she needs to say and doing what she needs to do to get herself there. I think she's in it. I don't think she's phoning it in. I think she's committed to the process. Mm, we'll I don't see. think she's in love with him or no. I don't think she thinks he's the sexiest man alive. No, but, but I, I think there is some attraction. I don't buy that she says she's not attracted to him at all. But again, maybe she's attracted to everything but the physical. And that's fine, but that means that is that is attraction. Yeah, I think depending on how you ask the question, some people just think, are you physically mm. attracted? I think there's a lot to him. I don't think he's a bad looking guy at all. No, he's not. But let's let's say you aren't attracted to him. I think there's still other things about him that are attractive. And so I think maybe she's finding those things. Well, we'll see next time. Okay. And then Nicole and Chris at the new place. Chris, okay. So he's like, we need to add the dogs. It feels empty without the dogs. And it's like, you're talking about your dogs, right? You're mm -hmm. not, this doesn't include Nicole's dog. And I can't help but feel that these dogs are going to become a point of, oh, res yeah. of resentment because oh, Nicole's yeah. going to start to be like, all right, th there's my dog too. And I made this big sacrifice mm -hmm. and you haven't done anything. Well, we finally learn what they do for a living. He's a business consultant and she's a senior marketing analyst. When what did we that learn means? this? It was uh, one day said Chris and Nicole, it was huh. under their names. Hmm. Finally. Business consultant can be anything. Senior marketing analyst can be anything. Well, I don't think it can be, but we just don't know what that means. True, true. But it's not straightforward like, oh, a doctor or a lawyer. Right, like, right. There's certain professions that you just immediately know, right? right. And there are certain professions like he's a business consultant and it can be, it depends what industry he's in. It can mean different things. Sure. What type of consulting, yeah. what type of industry. Sure. Um, if today was decision day. Would you say maybe? Would you say yes? Chris would say yes. Yeah, because she's great. She's Nic so far, she's been probably the best one on the show. Nicole would say yes. And then Nicole goes, do you love me? I think she's joking. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I think if he said yes, I think she would be happy and said yes. Uh -huh. He said no. She's like, yeah, me neither, but I like you. So I yeah. think she just plays it down. Was this, the first? About, this is the second time. This is the second time, right? Yeah. It's going to become this ongoing thing, which could become a, a cute little bit that they do. And then yeah. eventually one day he's like, yes, I do. But it, it could also just become annoying and, and too much, if depending on how often you ask we'll it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and then is this the last couple of Dominique yes. and McKinley at their new apartment? Dominique wondering if, if Mac has any concerns because he's never lived with a woman before. And he's like, nah, I've had women stay over four or five nights before. I don't know if you have, Mac. I don't know if I can believe you anymore. Well, do you remember he was engaged? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. He, no, his long-term girlfriend got, long engaged got engaged while they were still together. Right. How is that even possible? If that's true. But honestly... 
hanging out with someone, having someone sleeping over is not living with someone because you still can run home and poop and you can still do all kinds of things. You don't have your stuff in. If something bothers you, you have an escape place. It depends. You don't stay, you don't stay to deal with certain things if you don't have to. I'm with you on that, but... When you moved into my apartment. I basically lived there because That's what I'm my saying. roommate was a stripper. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you were there five, six nights a week. You would go home, I think, and I don't know this. We never talked about this, and I don't know if you ever really thought about it. But I feel like you went home one night a week just so that you technically weren't living there. Yeah. Because you were there six nights in a row. Yeah. And then you'd be like, all right, this one night I'm going to go home. I used to, I stopped by my house to just grab things. Sure. I, just, I wasn't sleeping there. No, because you- We lived nearby. We lived nearby, but- We were probably 10 streets away. Yeah. But no, you hadn't moved in at that point, so you didn't have all your stuff. So you yeah. had to go home, but you'd like go home during the day. You'd go home on the way to work. Yeah. Or, but that felt like we were living together. So if Mac did that, then that's basically- I mean, he has more experience with that than, I don't know, Eris. Sure. For sure, I guess. But again, it's it's different. But they still have places to run to now if things get tough. Yeah. So uh, I think it's very similar to what he's done in the past. And then Dom wants to know Mac's feelings on on the roles in the relationship. When it comes to marriage, what are your views? Is it, are it traditional? What do you expect of the woman? Is it cooking and cleaning? How do you feel about that? Luckily, Mac is no Elijah one. He does not expect a woman to just cook and clean, have a hot meal ready for him when he comes home from work. He's happy to do some of that himself. Yes. And then New Day, we're going to see Mac's house. In, in quotes, Mac's in quotes. It's literally what I put down in my notes. In quotes. In quotes. Hmm. It's his friend's parents' house. Yeah, he lives in the basement. He lives in the basement. It's a nice basement, I have to say. It's a decent basement. I used to live in a basement. It wasn't that nice. You got to be kidding me. I always imagined the basement you lived in to be extremely posh. No, it had cold floors. It was a concrete floor? Concrete floor. Where dreams are made of? (laughs) (laughs) New Jersey. Concrete floors. And the and the pump for everything was next to my bed in like a little closet. Uh, so it wasn't a finished basement? No. Come on. The room was kind of finished in a closet and all that, but the floor was with tiles. Oh. But it's a cold Okay, but it wasn't basement. concrete basement floors. No, it was in a different room. In the room next to me, it was a concrete okay. basement floor. Okay. But everywhere else... Tiles and just storage, and right. it was cold. Once I had a mouse. Well, she was just running around, and I just got to the point where I was just like YOLO. We had a mouse in my parents' basement last time we were there. Oh my gosh, I it was, was like, a baby Mom. mouse. <laughs> <laughs> it was dead. It was tiny. It was a baby mouse. It was dead. It sure was. Yeah. Yours was living. Yeah. Yeah. I just let her live. Anyway, um, you love the basement. Dominique is not a fan. Of Mac's living situation for for a different reason. Well, I'm not a fan of Mac being on maps because I, I keep forgetting that he's only been to Nashville for five months. Yeah. He's not established. I don't think his business is established. He doesn't have a space to live, which on one hand, I would be like, all right, it's good because then they can just get an apartment together or he can move sure. with her for the time being. But it seems like, all right, he was in Cali before and he was in Michigan. Now he's here. And I get what she's saying because she's like 
is he here for good or is he is this just a stop on the way of something like why is he on maps i'm serious i don't know and it's a great question that he hasn't really answered other than okay he wants a partner because yeah this seems so out of his comfort zone which is mm-hmm. what dominique says so i don't think he's trying to get instagram fame I don't think he's trying to become a reality TV star. Like the only thing, there's two options. He wants to find love Mm -hmm. or he wants to find somewhere to live for free for two months. Interesting. Yeah, I think he wants to find love. I think we all do. And some found it like us. Oh, hello. But I honestly, if you move somewhere and you're all there for only five months, Try out the apps or go out. Like, (laughs) see if that works before you sign up to be on national TV and be matched with a stranger when it's clearly, clearly is not something that you really want to do. Yeah, but I could see him not being successful with dating on the apps. Especially if he's wearing that freaking shell shirt. He's like, oh, Tinder. I I actually invented Tinder. I I was like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, I don't, I don't hate that he's on the show and I don't hate that he didn't immediately move into an apartment because it's good to learn a new city. It's good to learn the neighborhoods before you sign a lease. But yeah, you could learn a neighborhood in a month or two. You don't need five months. Yeah, but no, here's my my problem with it, right? It's fine. You live in someone's basement. Maybe you're saving money. Maybe you're just trying to find the best neighborhood, right? But it's been only five months living there. How do you know that you like it enough to stay there forever? Because if you marry someone from Nashville, there is a chance that they will never want to leave Nashville. Like Dominic is born and raised. She said she never really traveled. She loves the hunting. She's close with her mom, right? I don't see her moving elsewhere. So for him signing up for mass, maps, Yes, maybe he could have been matched with a nomad who can be like, yes, let's try it out. Let's move to Cali. Let's move to New York. That's not Dominic. So now he's tied to Nashville without really knowing if that's the place for him. Yeah, I don't think he was all too clear with the experts probably when it Mm. came to, oh, do you want to stay here or move? He probably didn't bring it up. I don't know how much Dominique said about wanting to stay put forever, but maybe Max said, hey, if I meet the love of my life, I'm willing to settle down. It's it's very possible. But yeah, it's it's concerning because as Dom said, you were scared to commit to an apartment, but you're committing to mm-hmm. a wife. Mm-hmm. It's a good point. It's a fair point. And so we'll see a lot of we'll rocky see. relationships on, on mm-hmm, season mm-hmm. 16 mm-hmm. of Married at First Sight. And then we see the classic move that makes me gag, and that's putting a luggage on the bed. Oh, I thought you were going to say the classic move of those delicious flips, chocolate-covered pretzels in the back. He didn't have much. Mac didn't have much. He didn't have artwork. He didn't have photos of himself. <laughs> but he had a bag of chocolate-covered pretzels. I love right, chocolate-covered pretzels. Right there. I haven't seen flips since the, the, the checkout line at CVS. That's very true. They always have them. Yeah. <laughs> I heard an interesting stat the other day. What, what was it? Gum sales and like all of those snacks mm-hmm. and mints and candies at the checkout aisle, mm-hmm. all of those sales have plummeted. 
recently. Plummeted means went down or up? Went down significantly. Oh. Why, you ask? Because of inflation? No. Ask. Why? Ask. Oh, why? Why? Um, it's a great question. Thank you, Theresa. <laughs> because 15 years ago, we would be standing in the checkout line, just looking around, nothing to do, standing there going, now nah, pick up a pack of gum. Why not? Oh that, oh, that looks good. I'll grab those mints. Now we're standing in the checkout line. What are we doing? We're on our phones. We're on our phones. Interesting. We're not looking at the gum selection. I still, I still do. You got a sweet tooth. You look, you're always looking for a snacky snack. <laughs> I don't have a sweet tooth. I have, I like mints. I have a minty tooth well, and sweet. a salty tooth. Oh, that's hence the flips. Yeah. yeah. But I do like a snacky snack. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There is this patting her belly. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap this puppy up. Yes. That's it. That's the episode. Uh, again, more fun to talk about than watch, I guess. Always. 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 Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Yes. There is only one show that I equally enjoy to watch and talk about. Can you uh, guess? Uh, Exactly. Uh, 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 uh. exactly. Darcy and Stacy. Speaking of Darcy and Stacy, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Mary to Reality to listen to our coverage, to watch our coverage of that amazing show. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss to that show. Uh, also follow us on Instagram at Mary to Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. Call in, message us, like the posts, stay updated on the news, share the memes whenever we drop a meme. At Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. And make sure you follow us wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as hopefully the next episode. I still have high hopes. I hope you do too. Don't give up on these people. But we need we need something to happen. No, we I need think something. I think between Gina and Clint. And Chris and Nicole, I think we could have something here. I thought between Mac and uh, Dominique, it, just, but it might be too, too dry. Well. It might be too yeah. dry. Yeah. We'll see. Fingers we'll crossed. See. We'll be here for it no matter what happens. So thank you guys for listening. I've said it all. You've, I've said it all. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.